Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Oh, we here, we here. Hey, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Believe. Can see. Wonders of what you do. God, you be you. God, you be you. Good morning to Shannon. God, you be you. God, you be you. You men do what you do. Need to move. Come on, y'all. Hey. We need to move. Huh. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Bodies are still being raised. Woo! Mm. Yes, you see it. God still. Thank you, thank you. We are here for you. <laughs> do what we do. <laughs> My God, thank you, 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 thank you. My God, good morning, good morning, <laughs> good morning, good morning. My God, hey Jen, hey Vanessa. My God. Thank you, Lord. Need to move. Thank you, thank you. We need to move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We need to move. Hey, Tracy Mosley. Good morning, DeQuinjay. We need to move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, Selena. Hey, Brandy. Miracles happen when you move. In this room, miracles happen when you move. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Miracles happen when you move. <laughs> we are Facebook Live. We are YouTube Live. We are Instagram Live. Don't be afraid to move around. Oh, Angela, I'm so glad you got your journal and mug and pen yesterday. Yay! They're coming out there, so don't despair. Your journal, your pen is on the way. I pray everybody have them before Saturday, and I believe God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Miracles happen. Hey, Teresa Teagle. I'm doing this internet problem today, Facebook. Mm -mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sizzle moves. 
Thank you, Lord. This is a move, my God. In the name of Jesus, I drive out every distraction. My God, I thank you, Father God. Everybody is full of faith and fully participating today. I cancel every assignment of the enemy off our lives today in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God. This is your most glorious hour. <laughs> this is your most glorious hour. So we raise our standards. We raise our expectations for you. My God, we raise our expectations for you. My God, thank you. This is a move. My God, this is a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Here for you. Men do what we do. We are here for you. Come and do what we do. Hey, Nev. Mine too. I wish I sung like you. <laughs> I wish I sung like you. Hey, John McElster. Hey, bro. God knew not to give me the gift of singing. I'm just going to be honest. That would have been probably where I wouldn't have had balance. <laughs> he just said, mm-mm. She up here like she James Brown or somebody. He, know, he knows what to give. He knows what to give. Oh, good morning, Stephanie. I love you more. My God. We need a move. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> this is a move. Woo! Glory to God. We need a move. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. We need a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We need a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, have your way. Have your way, have your way, have your way. Hey, Kimberly Cersei. Good morning, Roshonda. This is a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. Cancer has to bow to you. My God, all manner in sickness and disease has to bow to you. Depression has to bow to you. My God, my God, depression has to bow to you. My God, depression has to bow to you. I'm going to say it again. Depression has to bow to you. We need to move. Everything has to bow to you. Fibroid, my algae has to 
bow to you. Cancer has to bow to you. COVID has to bow to you. The flu has to bow to you. Allergies have to bow to you. My God, eczema has to bow to you. If you, you've been dealing with eczema, I don't care how long you've been dealing with it. I would not accept that as my truth. As a matter of fact, I would stand right now and begin to decree and declare over my skin, my God, in the name of Jesus, that eczema has to bow to you. Sometimes we accept too much because a doctor told us that that was normal. Uh, someone said, oh, that's associated with your allergies. Well, guess what? They ain't got no business being your allergies anyway. They shouldn't belong to you anyway. The anxiety shouldn't belong to you anyway. Whatever it is that you've taken possession of, this morning I need you to cast it back into the pits of hell from which it came because he was wounded for your transgressions baby he was bruised for your iniquities he was chastised for your peace so whatever it is that's been coming upon your body whatever it is that's been afflicting your immune system whatever it is that's been trying to advance against you you need to make it bow to the name of Jesus you need to make it bow to the name of Jesus worry has to bow to you fear has to bow to you my God, fear has to bow to you. There is nothing. There is nothing. So if you've taken possession, if you've taken ownership over it, my cancer, my diabetes, my asthma, that stuff ain't yours. You better reject that stuff. You better give it back to the place which it came. It came from the pits of hell. It did not come from God because he was already bruised. He can't be bruised for your iniquities, chastised for your peace. And by his stripes, you were healed and then afflict you with the same thing that he healed you from. Come on, let's get some wisdom today. My God, you tell eczema, bow to the name of Jesus. This does not belong to me. From the head of your feet, my God, hair loss does not belong to me. If God created me to have hair on my head, now nah, if I was born with hair, I'm leaving here with hair. Hair loss has to bow to the name of Jesus. If I was born, yeah, high blood pressure has to bow to the name of Jesus. Has to bow to the name of Jesus. Whatever it is, it has to bow to the name of Jesus. Come on, you better say that, Denise Pickens. Everything that don't mean you, mean you no good. Come on now. Everything that does not mean you no good. Sickness and disease does not belong to you. My God, in the name of Jesus, just begin to decree and declare, that is not mine. Father, forgive me. Forgive us for taking on anything. Forgive us for, for, for claiming afflictions, infirmities. Forgive us, Father God, for assuming this stuff and taking possession of this stuff and acting like you called us to this stuff. No, this stuff got about to the name. This stuff got about. Arthritis got about to the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. I suffered from juvenile arthritis from the time I was 13 until the time I was married. I assumed that God just created my body to be that way. I would ache and hurt so bad when it rained. I would hate and hurt so bad. Like when it rained, I would hurt so bad. Bad. And then one day I just decided enough was enough. 
I'm like, this is not God's will for me, for me to be aching, for me to be hurting, for me to be over. I cannot have this. I'm not going to have this. And I just began to take authority. Can I tell you, I don't even know when it went away. I don't even know when it stopped afflicting me, but it has been years since I had a flare up. It's been years since I've had a problem. I just stopped. I said, I'm not living like this. I'm not going to be aching. I'm not going to be all swollen in my knees. I'm not going to have my hands all swollen. I'm not living like this. This is not what I'm going to live like. No, I'm not having it. And I gave it back to him. No, this is not my life. This is not my story. This is not how he created me. Absolutely. Autoimmune diseases. Lupus has to bow to the name of Jesus. Sickle cell has to bow to the name of Jesus. Diabetes has to bow to the name of Jesus. My God, in the name of Jesus, we destroy every yoke, every stronghold, every principality that has ever lied to us and told us that this is our norm. This is not our norm. This is not how you created us. As a matter of fact, you told John to tell us as our souls prosper. Come on, y'all. As our souls prosper, as our souls prosper, we shall be in good health. We shall be in good health. So as our souls are prospering, Lord God, we thank you, Father God, that we are in good health. We thank you, Father God, that we are in good health. We thank you, Father God, that we are in good health. Father God, we thank you for clarifying our immune systems this morning. We thank you that health is our reasonable portion. We thank you, Father God, that every fiber, every tissue, and every cell in our body is in directly aligned with the Word of God, performing how you decide every molecule, Lord God, every brain cell, Lord God, my God, our frontal lobe, my God, our cerebral, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, my God, I thank you that every cell, Lord God, I thank you, Father God, that our fingers are operating the way you created them. I thank you, Father God, that our feet and our toes are operating the way that you create them. Father God, I plead the blood of Jesus over every digestive tract on this devotional. I thank you, Father God, that our gut health is in check, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for healthy stomachs and healthy colons and healthy duodenal muscles, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for healthy intestinal tracts. We cancel the assignment, Father God, of unhealthy intestinal tracts. We cancel the assignment of irritable bowel syndrome right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for healthy intestinal tracts, healthy gut systems. We thank you, Father God. We drive out ulcers. We cancel the assignment of ulcers right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that health is our reasonable portion. We cancel the assignment of poor health with eyesight. We thank you, Father God, that our eyes are 20-20 vision. We thank you, Father God, that our eyes our 2020 vision. We thank you, Lord God, that you are able to restore us, oh Lord. Restore us, oh Lord. We thank you, Father God, for healthy teeth, Lord God. We cancel the assignment of TMJ against our life. We thank you, Father God, that we will be able to stretch our mouths wide and glorify you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, Lord God, for healthy, Father God, for healthy brains, Lord God. We cancel the assignment of Alzheimer's disease 
off our bloodline. We thank you for good memory retention, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we will not lose our minds. We thank you, Father God, that we will not lose our minds. We thank you, Father God, that health is our reasonable portion. Health is our reasonable portion. I'd even start talking to the bunions on my feet if I had bunions on my feet. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that if you make our path straight and you make our feet like hind's feet, we're not going to have no problems without our feet in our feet. We're not going to have no fallen arches and bunions and things that affect us. Yeah, I stand with you on that, Julia. We thank you, Lord God, that our kidneys do what they are supposed to do, that they filter properly. We cancel the assignment of kidney cancer off this universe. We thank you that our lungs do what they're supposed to do. We cancel the assignment of lung cancer off this universe. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for healthy bladders. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus for healthy urethras. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus for healthy ovaries. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus for healthy cervixes. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus for everything, for health. You had to start lay hold. My God, we cancel the assignment of prostate cancer. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus for healthy men's health, for healthy testicles, for absolute Absolutely everything that concerns us. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that our backs are in alignment with the word, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for our sciatic nerves in alignment with the word of God. We cancel the assignment of lupus right now in the name of Jesus. There will not be another flare up. We thank you, Father God, that health is your reasonable portion. We decree and declare that our health is growing back. We decree and declare, Father God, right Right now, in the name of Jesus, that health is our reasonable portion. I cancel the assignment of every allergy off Josiah's life. Right now, in the name of Jesus, his immune cell system is whole. I cancel that assignment. I cancel the assignment of asthma off his life. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I stand, Father God, right now for righteousness. I stand for justice. I cancel the spirit of depression off our children. Right now, in the name of Jesus, depression, you must go. Depression, you must go. You have no authority. You must bow to the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you are the lifter of our heads. I thank you, Father God, you are the lifter of our heads. I thank you, Father God, that you are peace. I thank you, Father God, you are grace. I thank you, Father God, you are mercy. And I thank you, Father God, you are love in the name of Jesus. My God, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, tumors must go in the name of Jesus. I need to stand for um, two families right now um, that I know. I want to stand for the Castro family and I want to stand for the Phelps family in the name of Jesus. The Phelps family just recently lost their father. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we lift up the Phelps family. We thank you, Father God, that you are with them, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. We thank you, Father God, that you are the mender of the broken hearts. We thank you, Father God, that you will provide for them. We thank you, Lord God, that you are healing the mother's eyes. We thank you, you are restoring her eyesight. Father God, we cover the Castro family in Castro family in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that they won't even need to do surgery, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for healthy brain function. We thank you, Lord God, for healthy brain function. Tumor, we can command you to dry up. That's it right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, Lord God. We thank you for your healing power. We thank you for your resurrection power. We thank you, Father God, for who you are. We thank you for greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We stand, Father God. We stand, Father God, for righteousness. We stand for justice. And we stand for peace. And we stand for truth in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. My God. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, <laughs> a.k.a. LMJ, and I am so grateful to be here with you. If this is your first time amongst us, we are a community of believers, and we just love God. And every day we come together, the Lord is transforming and reforming us and conforming us into the image of Christ. So we expect miracles here. We we flow in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We expect to see divine wonders. We stand for righteousness. We stand for justice. We stand for truth. We stand for Jesus. We believe in the power of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Nothing that we do is usual. My God, we serve a an unusual, describable God, and we just believe that we live in that unusual. My God, we thank you, thank you, thank you. And he has been growing us in grace, and we are so happy that you are here with us this morning. We are so happy that you are here. Health is your reasonable portion. And if nobody ever told you this, I promise you, God means for you to be healed. And you'll say, well, what happens if it hasn't moved or has it happens yet? I promise you, God's plan is still to prosper you. And even if it hasn't moved or if it hasn't happened yet, then guess what? His grace, his divine intervention is so for you. And so we receive the sufficiency of his grace by faith. One of our springboard scriptures for this ministry is 1 Corinthians 2 14. If you don't live by the spirit, you won't get this. <laughs> if you don't live by the spirit, you won't get this. This is not a flesh thing. That is not about the tangible. If you don't live by the spirit, you're not going to get this. This is, we take this. We live by faith. The just lives by faith. We receive the healing by faith. We do not trust our eyes because our eyes um, will deceive us. We set our day in action by praying the word of God, by standing in the word of God, by believing the word of God, by trusting Trusting the word of God and we leave nothing to chance. Come on, y'all. We leave nothing to chance. Everything is providence. Everything is divine. So we thank you, Father God, for divine interventions. We thank you, Father God, for your holy power. We thank you, Father God, 
for justice and truth. We thank you, Father God, for how sovereign you are. We thank you, Father God, for how real, how perfect, how loving, how amazing you are. We thank you, Father God, for how just you are. My God, we thank you, Father God, for how perfect you are. We thank you, Father God, for Jesus. We thank Father God, for your loving kindness. My God, we thank you, Father God, that you are rebuilding, that you are reconstructing us, that you are making all things new, that you are making all things new, that you are making all things new. We cancel every assignment off our life, every destructive past, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. My God. You know what I just saw in the Spirit? You know how um, you're walking to the end of the road? Like we've seen those movies where you walk to the end of the road and it seems like something up and something falls off. Well, that's a trap. That's a snare. So we cancel that assignment off our lives. We're not going to fall into no pits. We're not coming to the end of the road. God is going to make our feet like hinds feet. We're going to be quick and swift to run from evil. We're not going to walk into evil. We're not going to fall into evil's trap. Father God, I thank you for setting us on the narrow path. If, there, if we are on a path or a road to destruction, I thank you, Lord God, for revealing it to us right now now in the name of Jesus. If we come into any partnership with any relationships that you have not wanted us to be in right now, we drive that out right now in the name of Jesus. Help us to make swift um, disconnects. Help us to make swift disconnects. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear so that we will not be entangled or yoked with any darkness. In Jesus' name, amen. I saw God picking up some of you like this was the end of the road. I saw God picking up some of you and turning you around. My God, I received that by faith. I received that for my loved ones that are not saved. I saw God like the road had crumbled, but I saw you at the end of the road. I saw God picking you up and turning you around. Father God, this is not whatever this is. It will not fall into destruction. I thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 In Jesus name. Amen. I thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus name. Amen. Oh, so let me give you a little bit of, let me give you just a little bit of word today and then we're going to get out of here. I want to go over to Jeremiah 29 and 11 because this scripture is used very often and I, I want to, I want to, to bring it back into revelation of how this applies to us because we have to, um, we have to understand a passage's interpretation and we also have to understand a passage's application. Even though a passage may have one meaning, it can have many applications. Woo! Somebody needs to write that in their note. Even though a passage has one meaning, it can have many applications. So the passage's interpretation and the passage application, it's only going to have, the passage is only going to have one meaning. So every verse, every scripture, all scripture is breathed by God. All scripture can be used by God. All scripture can be used by God. God will definitely talk to you about the, through the word. We've talked about this multiple times, how God talks to us or through the word. So he definitely can talk to us through the word. So, 
Jeremiah 29 is addressed to the exiles in Babylon. And as a punishment of sin of Judah, God was going to send the Babylonians in to destroy Jerusalem and the temple and to carry away many people to Babylon. You can go back and read Jeremiah 25, 8 through 14. At the time Jeremiah wrote Jeremiah 29, Nebuchadnezzar had already um, removed some Jews to Babylon. And although the total destruction of the Jerusalem and the temple was still to come, Jeremiah is writing to the exiles to tell them that people will return to the land at, at, after 70 years. He's prophesying for them. And then he's reassuring them in verse 11 that God is not forsaking them, that they will be restored, um, that God's plan for his chosen people was for their good and not for disaster to give them a hope and to give them a future, right? So it was written in context for that today. However, 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 it is so encouraging and it can still be applied to today it can still be applied to today so when you hear people say oh people are quoting that scripture and praying that scripture wrong no the scripture can apply to today you can take this scripture and take this scripture and apply this scripture to today we can make this a scripture effective god had promised to bring israel back right <laughs> come on holy spirit God had promised to bring Israel back. So just like God, because God's nature and character is continuous. Come on, y'all. You got to see this because sometimes we'll take the scripture and we'll ramble it or we'll say it because we hear everybody saying it, but we really don't know how to take it and apply it and make it about us. We don't understand the nature of God's character and how thorough he is and how God never changes and how the promises of God is yes and amen. So he had assured them, look, he promised to bring Israel back. He's like, look, I'm going to bring you out of exile. You got a future. You got a hope, right? This promise was not made to every nation. This promise was only made to Israel. Likewise, likewise, there are certain promises that God has made to us in believers as believers in Christ that don't necessarily apply. I'm just going to be real. It does not apply to those that are not in Christ Jesus. We're going to be real, real this morning. That's why it's so important for us to disciple the nations. That's why it's so important for us to share up the word of God. Everybody that says, Lord, Lord, will not enter the kingdom of God. Everybody that says God does not necessarily mean that they are in Christ. So God has a plan for those of us that are in Christ. And th that's why we have to be interceding and praying for our unsaved loved ones to get saved. That is why we have to be in our best state and work on ourselves so that we can go out and be good disciples. My God, this is why we've been learning what and who Christ is and understanding what our righteousness is, right? So God has a promise that our sins are forgiven. Come on, Holy Spirit. Our sins are forgiven. God has that promise that our sins are forgiven. Um, God has a a promise for us that when we stand before God, we will be justified. So God's plans for us through Christ Jesus 
are so real. So let me read the scripture to you. I'm going to read it to you out the Amplified Version of the Bible. It says, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. I know the plans that are thoughts that I have. These are plans for peace and well-being. So let's do a check. Let's just do a check. Can we just do a check? I have to pause and ask myself if there is any, because because can I, can I, can I be real? Can I just speak by the spirit? Sometimes we can step outside the will of God and we are not feeling the peace. We are not, we're not feeling the peace. We're not feeling the well-being. And this is not about your suffering. You're going to suffering. The scripture tells us about suffering. But even in suffering, when you understand who you are and where you are and who Christ is and all of this other stuff, there still comes a level of peace that'll come to your suffering when you know, right? So when we look at this scripture today and God is saying to us, or we want to apply this scripture to our life, then the Lord is saying the same thing he said, even though he was specifically talking to Israel, he's saying to us, I have a plan for you for peace and I have a plan for you for well-being. I, so I have to begin to ask myself, what am I attached to that ain't bringing me peace? And that ain't bringing me well-being. Sometimes we'll stay. I say this again. A friend of mine said this to me years ago. Longevity does not equal legitimacy. Sometimes we will stay attached to something. Be a part of something. Sign off on something. Be invested in something that does not bring us peace. Just being real, that is not attached to God. And because we are so afraid to seek God, to ask God, to pray, to pray and understand the nature of God, we won't even bring these things before God. It is nothing wrong with you going to your father and asking him, especially when you see turbulence in a situation. Father, what is going on here? Open the eyes of my understanding. What is the problem here? This is not bringing me peace and this is not bringing me well-being. Some of us have been in turmoil for so long. We have been in turmoil for so long that we think that that is normal. We think not having peace is normal. Some of us have been in warfare for so long that we think that is our norm. Absolutely not. At some place, you have to come to a place where we're experiencing the peace, where we're experiencing the well-being. When we feel like turmoil is our lifestyle, then most likely we're living in a fatalistic like lifestyle like oh well this is this is just what happens to me in my life no the lord plans the lord plans and thoughts that he has for those of us for some, can i say this holy spirit some of us have suffered um abnormally because we wouldn't remove ourselves from situation or because we wouldn't let people go or allow people to go, um, even in seasons and places when relationships and certain things are not necessary anymore, right? Um, seasons have happened. Things have changed. God is elevating us. God is calling you to be 
more holy. God is calling you to live a separate life, but we will justify staying connected to things, even if they don't bring us peace. And even, even, uh, even though they won't bring us well-being and we will it, come on, Angela Jenkins, peace and well-being needs to be your normal. My God, my God, you're not always supposed to be in a turbulent life. You're not always supposed to be in a turbulent life. I'm not saying you're not going to suffer. I'm not going to say, I'm not saying you're not going to suffer. I'm not saying you're not going to go through things. That's not what I'm saying. But there, your life should not be always turbulent. You have to begin to ask the Holy Spirit, what is happening to me that I'm experiencing? What's going on around me? What's in my environment? What has this off kilter, right? It says, because God's plan is for me to have peace and well-being and to give me a future and to give me a hope. So if his plan is to give me a well-being and to give me a hope, as a matter of fact, he had promised Israel that he was going to bring them back out of our exile. So we can see, let me give you this and we're going to get out of here. You can see parts of Jeremiah 25, 29 and 11 through other parts of the scripture, Romans 8, 31 and 39. What then shall we say? Come on, Holy Spirit. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? How will he not all graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Why do we spend any time arguing when we know we're on the path that God has for us? When we know we're on the plan that God has for us, why do we spend any time arguing with people? Why do we spend any time trying to justify our position? Why do we spend any time trying to explain who we are? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus. <laughs> Christ Jesus is the one who died more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who is indeed interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, somebody type that today. As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So when we revert back over to Jeremiah 29 and 11, when it speaks to us, when we write it on the wall, when we put it on the bumper sticker, the point is God has a plan for those of us that are in Christ Jesus. It is written that God has a plan for us. In his word, it says all things, we are made more than conquerors through him that loves us. Pause. God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. You don't have to earn his love. You don't have to make up his love. You don't have to try to work for his love. God is not 
people. He does not operate as people operate. That is not who God is. God loves you because he is God. And I know it is hard for you to comprehend and understand the compassion of who and what God is. But God is love. That's just who God is. And if we try not to reduce God to man, my God, <laughs> it's a Muslim man, my God, man, man. If we try not to reduce him to man, we will be able to comprehend to receive God's love, right? It says, so who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? And it's written for your sake, we are being killed. And all day long, we are regarded as sheep be to slaughter. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. So that's how we see the shades or the evidence of Jeremiah 29 and 11 throughout different facets of the scripture, right? Saying the same thing. This is what we can be confident in. I'm giving you your confidence in the word back to say, this is what we can be confident in. This is what you can stand in to be a truth. All things will work together for your good because God has a future plan for us. Romans 5 and 5 and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. When we have been given, given promises to rely on them, we have to rely on those promises just as Israel did. So when we quote Jeremiah 29 and 11, which we can there's nothing wrong with you quoting Jer Jeremiah 29 and 11. Just remember, we are thinking of our security in Christ. <laughs> we are thinking, even though the historical context does not apply of us to us, what we are saying here is my security is in Christ Jesus, that he has a plan for us, that we has a plan for those of us that are in Christ Jesus. He has a plan for us, a plan for us to prosper. That don't mean we're not going to suffer. That don't mean that we're not going to go through things. It means God has a divine plan for us because he loves us. And you can hold on to the promise that God has a plan for me. God knows me. God created me. He did not just leave me here to suffer. That is not God's perfect will. He left me here. He's going to bring me out of exile. He's going to bring me out of my circumstances. He's going to bring me out of my situation. He's going to feel... He already has books written about me. He's going to show me my purpose and I'm going to find all of these things in Christ Jesus. And I'm going to find all of these things in the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Absolutely, Jen. If he did it before, he can and he's going to do it again. 
He's going to do it again. He's no respecter of person. No different than he's done. He did for them. No different will he do for us. And so we have to stand into the truth. We have to hold on to the promise. And we have to believe that God is still God. <laughs> that God is still God. And we trust the word of God. Yes. And we stand and we saturate ourselves for those of us that are in Christ Jesus, for his perfect plan for us. My God, Father God, I thank you for your word. <laughs> I thank you for your promises. I thank you that every promise in God is yes and amen. I thank you, Father God, for giving us scriptures and words that are applicable to now. I thank you, Father God, that in our most difficult situations, we can take comfort <laughs> that we can take comfort that even if it's not immediate, even if it's not immediate, that you have a plan for our lives, regardless of our current situation. And you can work through that plan to prosper us. You can work through that plan to give us hope. My God, thank you, Father, that your plans are not to harm calamity or evil that is not who you are disasters will come but we can trust that you'll guide us through the disasters you'll guide us through the trouble you'll guide us through the divorce you'll guide us through the sickness you'll guide us through the mess we can trust you through all circumstances and changes in our life in jesus name amen my God, in Jesus' name, amen. So I hope you receive that today, that God is still, he's a just, he's a fair, he's a sovereign God. Even if it seems like it's overwhelming, no, the word still proves that God is still God. Two things, two things, two things, two things. If God places it in your heart to sow into the ministry, to partner with the ministry, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and you can click the donate button. You can give there, or you can cash app us at dollar sign LMJ Ministries. This is a ministry. This is a move. Like, this is a move. We are coming for the nations. We are coming for the nations. The second thing is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. Again, what I just gave you, what I just shared with you, the promises of God that are yes and amen are for those that are in Christ Jesus. It is for those that are in Christ Jesus. So if you want to be, that's it, God's perfect plan for your life, we want you to accept Christ Jesus right now as Lord and Savior. So repeat after me, dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart. Take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you the best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, if you prayed that prayer, please send us an email to info at justbeinglmj.com. And we would love love to send you some materials. I would love to get a Bible in your hand. We would love to continue to pray, pray with you and to disciple you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. God loves you so much. God loves you so much. 
God's heart is so big, so tender towards you. God thinks so good of you. God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. He is not that type of God. I will see you back here in the morning, 5 a.m., back here, right here. Invite somebody in. You can be on YouTube. You can be on Facebook. You can be on Instagram. You can catch us later on YouTube. We want to invite you into our community of believers. Welcome to the family. My God, we'll see you in the morning. Love. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.